Hi. It's really nice to see you. I missed you today. <laughs> we going to do this again? I'm just saying. Do this again. What does that mean? Did well, we do that last time? I think time? we did this like two weeks ago. I don't remember what we do from week to week. Somebody needs to. Okay. Big weekend coming up. Your fishing weekend. <laughs> it's a huge weekend for you. Can't wait. It's very exciting don't, for you. Don't be like that. Oh, no. Just, well, obviously. I was just stating the obvious. That's oh, all. that it wasn't a big but weekend not, for you. It, what, right. You said mm. big weekend coming up for you. Yep. I was just right. saying it's a big weekend for you. The annual uh, Levine Boys fishing weekend up in New Hampshire. With, what is that? Is that like my, the Shire? Is that like a Tolkien reference? Well, why is it called New Hampshire? It's New Hampshire. That's what people say. But New it Hampshire. is New Hampshire. Nobody calls it New Hampshire. I do. Do you call it um, mm. Worcester? Why would it be? Ch There's no Worcester. H. It should be Worcester. 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 Oh, is that what you call Worcester? That's what it should I mean, be. Things. Uh, <laughs> this is the English language. Welcome to the English language. It's not, no, it's New England. Welcome English to language. The New England English language. Anyways, we're going to New Hampshire. Oh my gosh! Up to uh, my parents' cabin. My father, my brother, and my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, four of us. We've been doing this on, for the most part, for about 12 years, 11 years, time. something like that. It is a long time. Mm -hmm. Forecast is looking better. This morning it was saying rain every day. So sad. It would have been very sad. Don't the fish come out when it rains? I don't know how that any of that works. But now it's saying rain late Friday, but nice Saturday and Sunday. And then rain on Monday, it looks like. So not bad. That's great. We're all very happy for you. We hope that you have great weather and great fishing. <laughs> you don't. We we do. We all do. Who's we? Everybody that's listening. <laughs> Right? Right, everybody? Well, thank you to all six of you. I'm sure I'll have some fish stories to tell. We all can't wait for that as well. <laughs> okay, Nobody well, there... loves a good fish story like we all do. Will you show us pictures of giant largemouth bass we that can, you catch? We can only hope so. Didn't do that great last year. Will your father win again? Um, it's somebody else's turn. To win. I'm feeling good. How can you feel I'm good gonna, about fishing? I have. I got the right worms. Does that is that what it takes? It takes it, getting the it right does. worms. I didn't have any of the black wacky worms last year. I had like these black with blue dots. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they work. And I had the watermelon. Do you think the fish know that there are blue dots and that they're fake? Apparently. Hmm. They didn't work last year, so I just I'm glad I have the black because they work. And I have the other ones, so. Well, I was thinking of buying a fishing vest to go with my hat, my fishing hat, which I can't find. That'd be tough to buy a vest to go with a hat that you can't find. I know. I'm just trying to take it up a notch, you know, being that. A whole fisherman routine? Yeah, like a senior citizen type. You need to wear a vest? Mm-hmm. And will Waiters. it have like will it have hooks and weight yeah. little, little little weights hanging off of it? Yes, exactly. Do you have hooks hanging off your hat? I could. I think that'd be the only way to have official fish hat. Fisher fishermen's hat. I have to find the hat. How much have you looked for the hat? Not not a lot yet. Well then I mean I'm That's gonna be a two day project. When you got a lot to do. Gotta get the gear together. How you'll pack. say I have I to have look to for something. I and you'll tell I have me to it. Clean not even the truck. just the not even just the I have the to hat. get the food. But you'll say I things to... like Oh, where is my such and such? Oh, oh where is it? Like it's just gonna come down from the sky. <laughs> like you actually have to make an effort and actually search. That's usually how you. Sometimes find I'm it. just hoping that somebody has a memory. No. I know you, you married don't. the wrong person. No, no, it's not you that I'm looking <laughs> I'm for. Sorry, it's my children. That's not how my brain works. It's my children. You think your children are gonna remember they do your items when they can't remember they their do sometimes. own they give items, me, they give where they don't remember where their own stuff clues. is? Clues. I don't think so. Whatever. 
Negative Nancy. I don't think anybody's going to help you find it. I think you have to find it on your Why own. Why is it Negative Nancy? I don't know. Who? The first Nancy? But when did when did that begin? What what I don't know. What Nancy in history was negative. Yes, and caused people to use the expression negative Nancy. I'm sure somebody I'm so sorry for all you Nancys out there. Yeah, if your name is Nancy. Unless you're negative, then you have it coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so um anything else you want to talk about well i didn't say anything yet you were talking about all this fishing well last week you didn't like that i didn't have anything for banter you criticized me or i I didn't criticize anything which led to the laurie show i don't know if you noticed that's what i I did notice the video yeah i did (laughs) i didn't appreciate it but i noticed it (laughs) Um, I, no, I wasn't criticizing you. It's just that banter, you know, goes two ways. That's the point of banter. It's not ranting. It's banter. No. Ranting is. takes one person. You could have said not ranter. Rant, but ranter, is that a word? Make it up. I was gonna, but I make up a lot of words and it's just, right. I'm usually not accurate. So, yes. So, um... Nope, I have a really fun weekend planned. Um, <laughs> I'm going to clean the closet. Which closet? Our closet. My side of the closet. Why are you not going to clean my side? Because I'm not touching your stuff. I don't, know where you, I don't know where you want your stuff. That's almost all your stuff everywhere in, in my area. You, Do you, you see this? This is what I'm, I'm saying I'm going to clean it, and you're asking me why I'm not going to clean your crap. I, I can am, only handle okay. my own crap. That's a big project. What else are you going to do? It's a very big project. Um, I have big plans uh, with the Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, uh, yes. The kids don't know that yet, but I want to watch watch through. And you're gonna are you gonna watch the extended version? There's no other way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So there's your weekend. It's done right there. Done. While you're catching fish, <laughs> I'm gonna clean and Good for you. Um, and hopefully we'll have two new windows going in. Also, oh, that's right. That should be happening on Saturday. That's big because when I come back, then I can finish the bathroom. Yep, begin working on the walls and finish that that bathroom. That'd be nice. That's exciting. That'd be very exciting. That's my goal. I, my goal was to finish it all by. Oh, my brother's calling me. Oh my gosh, this is so hold exciting! On, hold on, hold on. You think he's going to want to be on the podcast? Um, hey, Brian. Boy. Hey. Listen, uh, you're live to tape. My what? You're on the podcast. The what? Brian doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Raising FYI. eight, the podcast. Neither do my siblings. Filming? We're filming. Hold on. Wait, Laura, you can't talk. I'm I'm listening to him through headphones. What do you mean I can't like, talk? I'm hearing you instead of him. Okay. You're a live live session. Yeah, this is your debut. Say hi to the uh, six listeners. Don't you have cable or something? Can you just say hi to the listeners? Oh yeah. Had... All right, good. All right, I'll call you after I'm done recording. All right. All right. See you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. Was it though? Brian made his debut in the podcast. That's exciting. Folks, that's my twin brother, Brian. He didn't seem excited about it. He was a little confused. He didn't know what was going on. He doesn't know what a podcast is like you did <laughs> when we first started. First of all, I knew what a podcast was. I didn't listen to them. I still don't. But I I just, I knew what well, it listen, was. Listen, that was my twin brother. My twin brother. Probably calling to talk to you about Brian, the big trip. The big fishing trip. This is very exciting. That just very got me excited. Exciting. So exciting. Just give me a burst of energy. Burst of energy for the podcast. It's great. Brian is uh, two minutes older than me. Mm-hmm. So he's the old man of the family. Yeah. He's your big bro. Yeah. Although I'm taller than him now. but <laughs> He shrunk? No, no question about it. You shrunk it. too, though. No, that's what you. That's that's what the rumors are. Well, you told me you were one height when we met. I'm like stretching now. And you're like, not. I'm hanging you're not upside. That, da- I'm hanging upside you're down. You're not that height anymore. <laughs> so either you lied about your height to me, or oh, it's like people who say they. I love sports. You told me you liked people. <laughs> I'm just, that's my new line Listen. to you. When you tell me that I duped nope. you and said, first of all, I do like sports. Have we had I, this argument on here before? Yes. I don't. So we probably have. I do like sports. I don't like watching sports, playing sports, liking sports, playing sports, okay, we active, got it. watching sports. 
<laughs> inactive. That's I it. like you sit, you drink, you watch. Sports. I do like people in doses. That's true. In doses, I, for example, tonight I took my walk. I'm trying to take walks a few days, three four days a week. I'm trying to. I want to start running again. I've set that as a goal this summer. You think your knees? Should oh, absolutely do that? not. My knee is going to blow it's probably out. Probably not at some a point. good idea. But I'm going to try actually. it because of basketball. I need to. Build up my well, actually, you don't really need endurance running, you need sprinting. I need any kind of running to build up my okay, anyways. And I ran into uh, somebody who lives nearby, our our good friend Pat. Well, I don't know if I'd call her a good friend, but she's a neighbor that we've chatted with when we've she's becoming a friend of mine, very sweet. And she has her little dog Maggie, Mm -hmm. they are very sweet. And I've now had two different conversations with her over the last week. I like people. (laughs) <laughs> I like you. Well, that's good. And I and I love the six listeners. That's I love great. you all. Wait, he likes me, but he loves you all. I'm, like, I'm a little confused. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Well, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Raising Eight. Why? Why the long pause? <laughs> Fill in the blank. Welcome to another episode. Oh my gosh. I'll just do Which it. is a changing couple it up. Sinners trying to raise saints. Why can't we change Why it can't up? You you get mad every time I di- divert By just a way, tiny tiny bit. I hope our listeners do. And you say and you say. But I I like diverting. Why are why are you changing Only it up? Because you, but this is like a standard. Just introduce the podcast. Because they I don't. don't you know what the podcast <laughs> is. You're all listening to it. By the way. I hope what? people appreciate the new opening animation for our videos when we post it to I Facebook. I like that animation. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Anne. Nice job, Anne. My team Thank creating you. that animation for our videos. So it's really cool. Check it out if you haven't looked at our videos. We Do I you mean, put them on the website? Um, the videos? No, no, because I'm not posting them to YouTube, which is the easiest way of posting videos, mm. as you know, I do on know. our website. Um, but it, they are on at our Facebook page, but maybe mm-hmm. if, maybe I should do something for those who aren't Facebook people. Mm. Facebook people. People, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. So um, this episode, we are. Well, that was a long banter. Mm-hmm. Oh, we heard all about the fish. Hmm. Um, tonight we're we're aiming to wrap up mm-hmm. our kind of uh, our multi week series on. Talking about the church's teachings and vision for human beings and human sexuality. So we thought we would do a little recap of what we've discussed so far, if we can somehow pull that together. Mm, your memory is better than mine. Let's hope it works. And then we just want to talk about some... Kind of practical stuff. Some yeah. resources. It's a wrap-up. Just... Yep. Wrap-up show. Wrap-up session. And then we'll move on to other topics. Mm-hmm. As we draw close to our one-year anniversary, wow! That's end of the coming. month, yeah. Wow, but that's more on that later mm-hmm. on. Okay, so where do you want to begin? Oh, I don't know. Well, you we said st- you wanted to do a recap. Well, so we go started ahead, talking us. about what, Laurie? What was the first? Oh no, topic? I'm not. I'm not doing a recap where you test me. I'm not doing that recap. You can what recap was the it. First I word? recapped the whole thing last week you while did? you stood there. No, I, I helped out. Yes, actually. I did. I helped out actually. Most of it. So you go ahead. There's going to be a rerun of that tape. Re- recap. <laughs> recap for us very briefly because let's not bore everyone who's already been listening to Maybe all they haven't of listened, these. Yeah. All right. We'll recap them for us. So we're going to do all the weeks right now full. Then add on to it. This will be a good three-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> so in week one, we talked about happiness, that all human beings want to be happy. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, evangelization is showing people the path towards happiness, which we believe as Christians ultimately has to lead people to the person of Jesus Christ. And and we then we talked a little bit about how the world's kind of – the world doesn't not like the world does talk about happiness and believes in happiness, but stops short of mm-hmm. what we are capable of with grace in terms of knowing and living happiness, mm-hmm. the attitude. And then we talked about, and the way we do that best, the way that we can find happiness best is to love others. Nice job. 
Oh, see, I just thank you. you. No, that was good. I'm going to let you do this show Charity. by yourself if you're going to do this whole. I was just trying to get you question involved. and answer. I'm, uh, I'm going to pitch in when I want to pitch in, but you're not going to test me. Anyways, you are testing to love me, others, to will the good of the other as other, which is sometimes not easy. Sometimes it's not easy at all. <laughs> but through God's grace and and commitment and and wine, we know, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> if we can do it, unless you can do it, of course. If you do struggle with alcohol, don't have any. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Coffee, tea, chocolate, chocolate, whatever else can help you. Just bring a little moment of happiness into your life, mm-hmm. which I'm going to do right now. Bring a moment of happiness. So we went from talking about happiness, true happiness and love, to talking about the dignity of Mm -hmm. the person. Nicely done. And how we are created in the image and likeness of God. And through that, we find our true worth in who we are created to be as sons and daughters of God. And that's found. These are foundational elements to understanding who we are, human anthropology, who we are, who we're created to be. And how we live out who we're created to be, which is living out our maleness and femaleness in our sexuality. Yeah. And also, obviously, the fact that, you know, somebody actually has to be alive. So, obviously, this plays into issues like abortion and euthanasia and death penalty. The church has a very consistent ethic, if you will, on the dignity of human life. The most important of that being um, um, that life actually can be born. And protected in the womb. That's the most innocent state uh, mm-hmm. stage in life. Um, but that throughout all of life, and I think this is this is important with because you know we referenced last week um, uh, transgender transgenderism a little bit, and, and we're not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. But it's it is important for us as Christians to treat those who are struggling with anything. Any addiction, any problem mm-hmm. in their life, any Physical, mental, any spiritual, sin, yeah. any sin, to treat them with dignity, mm-hmm. not the sin with dignity. We don't do that. We, right. But to treat them because they are children of God, they mm-hmm. are created in His image and likeness. Mm-hmm. We move then into talking a little philosophy mm-hmm. a little and um, a little hylomorphic anthropology, and mm-hmm. talked about matter and form and and. Uh, Body how human and, soul. and how human beings are body soul composites and that from and that when it comes to human sexuality that leads to us talking about the procreative and the unitive dimensions of human sexuality and that that really can only be fully realized in the nuptial meaning of human sexualities in marriage in lifelong commitment of marriage and the rearing and the bearing and rearing of children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then last week we talked about a couple of virtues yes Chastity, mm-hmm. modesty, temperance, um, these foundational virtues that have to do with our sexuality, how mm-hmm. we're living out our sexuality, how loving others and seeing others the way that God sees them is really at the heart of these virtues. Mm-hmm. Um, and remembering that we are sons and daughters of God and others are sons and daughters of God. We're also temples of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So treating our body as a temple that scripture tells us we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We actually have God living inside of us, teaching that to our children, that they are God's hands and feet, that they bring Jesus to the world, that they have God living inside of them. Holy Spirit comes down upon us through the sacraments, um, specifically changes us at our baptism and conforms us to be like him. And that's we're supposed to live that out and we live that out through virtues which are good practice it's giving a good habit to our lives acting in a in a way that follows god's plan and not the world's plan or our plan but god's plan for our lives for our bodies for our um our neighbor loving each yeah, other yeah and i think in and as and when you tie that to the philosophy Philosophically, we know that humans can know that through reason. Um, We believe that it's only through grace that we can live the way that God intended. We need God's grace Mm -hmm. to do so. It's impossible on our own. But philosophically speaking, um, even somebody who is not close to God, 
through the use of reason, I was still, and the church would still argue they're still doing so through grace (laughs) because other people's (laughs) prayers for them and sacrifices for them. But that that someone can be virtuous and and live out, live the good life, if you will, um, through the use of reason. And I think, it was funny, I was just talking to somebody at work today, how one of the problems that we are facing as society and, and by the way, I think this works on both sides, if you will, of the political spectrum, is there's, there seems to be too much deciding of issues and how somebody feels about issues, if you will, based on feeling mm. and how you feel about a person, how you mm-hmm. feel about an issue, mm-hmm. how you feel about the world, and not enough on the logic, use of logic reason. and reason. And you can bring, sadly today, you can bring a you know, pages of data, if you want, proving, making your point, and hopefully you do so charitably. So trying to show truth, and unfortunately for some people who have decided to not use reason and logic, they will just close you off because they've decided to choose feelings over reason. And that's tough. We all can fall victim of that, I think. Well, when you say decide, I do think that... Maybe there are people it's a, probably a little who more subtle are than that, actually right? deciding, but I think the majority of people don't really know that they're they're doing that. They mm. don't necessarily know that That's possible because their worldview, like the lens they're seeing the world from, That's a good point. is an emotionally they driven chosen a different lens. lens. Yeah. And it's not that they're saying, I'm not going to use my logic, but we are in a society, and we've talked about this before, where the use of logic even it's like teaching children to use logic, teaching in schools. I mean, um, come on. Two plus two is five. <laughs> if you feel like it exactly. is. Exactly. There's the. Yeah. And there's the irony. But I think that's the key is that there there's uh, people's eyes kind of need to be open. I like to the lens. I like the lens motif. Is. Yeah, mm. I like that. I, I I just think it's just the reality. I I was speaking with a friend the other day and. Um, they were ch- sharing with me a little bit about a struggle with someone that they're dealing with. And my response was, you have to remember this person is seeing the world differently than you are. It's it's that the it's not like they're saying I'm choosing to blah, blah, blah. It's that they literally are seeing the world in a different, yeah. a different lens. I think there's because um, even Christian, even even. Well, I can do that. Right. I can. Decide because I've given in to pride or sin or whatever it is, or I'm just tired. Or it, it's easy to mm-hmm. move to stop seeing the world as Christ sees the world, which mm-hmm. is the goal of the Christian: have Jesus at the center of our lives, so He becomes the lens through which, which we look we at everything. everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we know this: we know that we're human beings; we make mistakes, and this is why, by the way, staying close to you know having a habit of prayer and study and sacraments. being closer to sacraments no question mm-hmm. having good people in our lives to call us out when mm-hmm. we begin to do that but mm-hmm. it happens to all of us where mm-hmm. we can begin to see others and issues of the world and topics through lens uh lens lenses that are other than Christ's eyes if you will so yeah but of course if you if people are further and further away from Jesus um that creates a problem Mm-hmm. And the lens becomes more distorted the further away you are from truth and exactly. from goodness and from beauty. I remember our good friend, um, Dr. Paul Gondreau, mm-hmm. when in one of my He'd theology classes. He'd be a good guest. He'd be a great guest. We need to him we and need his to wife, call him. by the way. Oh yeah. They we need to great. we need to get them on. Um one of the one of the classes. Actually, I think it was outside of class I was chatting with him. He was really a mentor to me in my undergraduate and then my graduate, but um when I was a math major and then started studying theology and started finding this love and this hunger for the truth. I just wanted to know more. And why do we believe that? And how do we, how does that work? And so, um, and I I used to ask him a million questions. And one of the things he talked about was, I remember him saying one time, and this was as an undergrad, and he was just saying that, you know, the truth, let's say we're both looking at, at, you know, that flower and um, I'm looking at the flower and you put on a pair of blue glasses, you know, or tinted glasses, you're going to see the flower looking differently than I see it. But 
the flower hasn't changed. The flower is what it is. Mm. It's that you're looking at it through these blue lenses and I'm looking at it with no lenses. I'm looking at it the way it is. And so the truth, that's how he explains absolute truth. Truth, truth. And we know that Christ is the truth. Mm. And so the truth is the truth. But the world will put lenses on and then they're kind of blinded to the truth well, it's interesting certain, or you know, distorting the truth. Pope Benedict XVI talked about moral relativism being the, the, the greatest evil mm-hmm. of, our, of our age. This idea of my truth is my truth, your truth is your truth. There is no absolute There's truth. No absolute this, is truth. Why, this is why you're going to have stupid math um, you know, lessons that where you can say, well, no, if, if you think two plus two is five, and sadly that kind of crap happens. Does that really happen? It, well, it, it may not be that. Person, I don't think It that may happens. not be that. Subtle, that simple. I That's mean, not subtle. Yeah, it's... not that simple. But yeah, the, the, this but like idea of bringing because it used to math. The fundamentals of math are not that difficult and should be taught. You, 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 you never were good at math. If I no, no, that that is those are two different things. I hate math. You said you weren't good at it. I am very good at math. You're very good at math. I mean, I can't do calculus, but I'm not interested in doing it. Okay, All I don't right. have a gift of that. You have that. I don't. I like math. But I, 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 but I can do math, honey. I, I take care but of math budgets. But math is simple. I'm just saying. A lot of people well, base, really struggle basic with math, math. Basic. I'm just talking about the basics well, right now. We're not getting into, yeah, oh, okay. percentages, about, like algebra, decimals. geometry. No, I don't care about that. Oh, okay. I'm not building ships and rocket ships and oh. sending them to the moon. <laughs> not building, you know, buildings. Like, <laughs> come on, people. Two uh, plus two. Anyways, but you're right. Get back to absolute three. truth. Absolute truth. You're saying that truth is just short. I hijacked it. I just, I just you, you said you, math you, is simple. It was, and you're I'm making, like, you're coming from the person basic who's math. like, oh, basic math. math. You hate math. Basic math is simple. Sorry. If you teach it to somebody and make a master it. And I know how to add. I am so proud of you. Do you, do you want to go back on to your point about absolute truth? I was truth? just affirming you because you were basically describing moral relativism is what yes. you were describing. Exactly. I gave a name to it. I yes. talked about Pope Benedict XVI. Nice job. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the truth. So pointing people to the truth. Amen, sister. And we Pre- Preach it. And it starts as we go back to all the time that it starts in our family. And helping our children to know, love, and serve the truth, who is Jesus Christ, and helping them to see the world through the Catholic lens. Yes, and and it's and not, don't outsource this, folks. Don't give this. Don't even give this over to your parish. No, no, no. I love parish life I'm and not parish. Disrespected as a parish, it worker. is the parents' responsibility to do this. Hopefully guided by grace and the movement of the Holy Spirit in their lives, but it's our job as parents to do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, hopefully we have good parishes that we belong to that, that are can supporting us, support and us, giving in that. us resources. Yes, and... we have the church mm-hmm. again, which can support us in this. But fundamentally, it's the parents' job to do this, um, which means we've got to be working to the best of our ability to be knowledgeable of these things. And I, I would say that I've encountered lots of parents. Who, because they made mistakes in their life, what are you doing? I just wanted to see if this was my book. Who cares? I lost my book a long time ago. We have two. We have two copies of that. Do we have a bigger copy? I don't know. A we'll bigger. Get to mine it. was a bigger copy. Yeah, like big print and pictures. Well, I am blind. There's no pictures. <laughs> it was a joke. You're funny. So, <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. Big oh, picture. So ridiculous. Parents. No, parents that's not what I was saying. Uh, parents need Why, to. Why you get distracted so easily? Squirrel. Hmm. I had a good point I was making too. Now it's gone. I'm Rewind. Like, Rewind I'm the rewinding tape. it. Oh, that we have to be knowledgeable. Yes. To the best of our abilities. And oh no, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I've encountered some parents who sometimes because they sinned, they made they committed sexual sin in their younger years, sometimes very bad stuff, like really difficult decisions they made, tough decisions they made. And therefore, they are not worthy, even though they have found Christ in their life. They feel like they're not worthy. Yes, thank you. They feel like they're not worthy. Mm-hmm. And even though they have studied the faith, they have, sorry, folks, You, if you are a parent right now, right where God has you, mm-hmm. and you have a relationship with Christ, you are worthy of doing yeah. this because you're, you're doing his work. Exactly. To take care of you. 
take care of your kids. And and as we talked about, we've talked about this a few different times, especially if your kids are in public schools. And listen, I'm a, I'm a public school kid. That's I went to public schools my entire life through my bachelor degrees, mm-hmm. all public schools. And and so I'm I'm not trying to like dump on there are good teachers in public schools. I know mm-hmm. I know good teachers who, know who are in yeah. public schools. But I also know the reality of our secular culture today and what's going on and what's beginning to permeate many public schools. And that's up to you as parents to figure that out and to know what are your children being taught, especially when it's beyond the basics. Mm-hmm. And especially when they're beginning to talk about especially Sexuality. in health class or whatever it is they're calling it today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's on you to figure that out and to teach your kids the truth. And that's kind of why we wanted to do these these last few weeks is just to kind of give you some language. And I mean, this is not a graduate class, but there are a lot of good programs out there. And so we mm-hmm. thought we would take some time to talk about some of that today. Mm-hmm. So I think a couple things that you don't have to be, I don't know if, you know, and maybe John Paul II, you get a lot of John Paul II here because... You don't have to be a super like theologian or anything to read some of his stuff. Some mm-hmm. of his stuff is very philosophical, so you might be like, because uh, uh, he's he was a poet, so there's a lot of poetry and philosophy woven into his writings. But this is one of my favorites. Um, this is before he was pope. It was mm-hmm. Carol Wojtyla. Wojtyla. <laughs> How do you say it? That was right. The second one was Vo- right. Wojtyla. Yeah. You say the wa for the so. L at the end? I believe so, yes. Okay. Somebody will correct me. I'm not Polish. Right. Um, love and responsibility. This is a fantastic little little book, short book, um, about sexuality. Sure, it's debatable, Marriage. by the way. That's well, I mean, I'm reading a book that's like this big right now, and I I'm know, a but... horrible reader, but I, I just got into this well, maybe series. It is. By Michael O'Brien. It's a very good series. <laughs> Children of the Last Days. Anyway, if you haven't read it, it's kind of apocalyptic, yeah. but it's very. Um, I mean, it's 288 very, very small good. print, but not bad. Yeah, that's it's not a huge book. That's very the point book. I'm making. Very it's good an book. excellent, excellent book to give you as parents some foundation. Yeah, and I would say, you know, um, the, we're going to talk about s- something else from JP2 here in a minute, but mm-hmm. I would say um, start with this one, mm-hmm. especially if you want to. If you want to learn JP2 and how he taught, taught and about... human sexuality, mm-hmm. this is the book to start. And that helps you to be prepared for other things that John Paul II did in terms of this topic. Well, really the biggest thing that he did in terms mm-hmm. of this topic. Go here. Start here. But you know, um, what was the one that, um, oh, I'm going to forget the name of it now. It's an encyclical, 1930s. Not football six. Canubi. Oh, Cassie Canubi. Thank you. I couldn't forget the. I don't know why I couldn't pull out the first name. What is that one again? It's on. It's on human sexuality. Is it? It's a brief one, but I was not even there before you go even to love and responsibility. It's It's one of the pious. It's pious. Pious. Ten. I don't know. I'm so bad with that one. Well, I don't know. I haven't looked at that one in a long time. So, I checked. I would check that one out um, because it's it's a short. It's even shorter than this. So check that out and then jump to this because. John Paul II knew that document and knew it mm-hmm. well. Also remember that John Paul II was um, – he knew Aquinas. Like, so I think people forget his – his he had a, a Dominican – personally. No. He was not old. <laughs> but he did have a Dominican <laughs> – I believe so he had old. Dominican formation in terms of education. And so he was very Aquinas. And so you need to know that so that that helps flavor all of this stuff, especially when you get to his writings on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, these, these these are resources. If you're if you're a parent and you like to kind of dive deeper into topics, we're going to give you some like a practical. Yeah, well, one the last one we're going to give you is a practical one. Short, like to use with your preteen mm-hmm. teen, um, a book. Yeah, and there's I, lots of books out there. Lots of good Catholic. There books. are good websites out there. there you know, yep. we we've got our opinions on some things out there. We'll be, mm-hmm. we'll give you some thoughts on that in a minute, but. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's important, right? I mean, just d- dive in and and read what you can. Right. You don't it, need to overwhelm yourself. There's good yourself. stuff in the catechism. Yeah. Go absolutely. to the catechism Start on with this. The catechism, even the compendium to the catechism. Absolutely. A shorter version, like quick little paragraphs, but the catechism of the Catholic Church is very readable. Yeah. It's very approachable. It's not there. Sure, there are some parts that can be like, wait, 
what are they talking about? But most, it's written for us. It's, yeah. it's written for lay people. It was written for the lay people of the church to be able to pick up and say, what do we, yeah. what does our church teach? So if you don't have a have a catechism, it's a million um, resources online that you can read it online, but you should have a hard copy in your house even to point your kids to, to yeah, read I think, parts I think of. it's just to get the, get the vocabulary down, to get mm -hmm. a language down so that the church's language on this that you can then master to the best of your ability so that you can use that with your children. And I think that's uh, important. I think it's yeah. important to note the language mm -hmm. piece because we we society gives us a language to talk about mm. sex and sexuality mm -hmm. and it's it's a <laughs> dirty language. It's like, you know, makes it seem very dirty and because you're watching on the screen and you watch a TV show and you turn it on the focus on the side of the body. And, it's the body, yeah, body, 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 yeah. and all this stuff. And so it's it's important to have the correct language. This is I just I just said that and I realized I I need to like cover myself a second. What did you just say? Like well the, the idea they they lean towards the body. And by the way, I we're not puritanical. Like no, I, I, talk, I we just talked about that. I know that for but I just I, I know I'm gonna say it again. Say though. it again. Okay, I just we know the body is good. That's what yes, that was the point I, I was wanna, coming to. Oh, so sorry. It's okay. Man, I should have anticipated that. Right. So, but the idea that we you know, need to body talk about the body in a good way, and when we when we oh, what just popped on your arm? My elbows. <laughs> You're getting old. Um, Fisher's elbow. The fisherman's elbow. It was all that reeling on the weekend. So, um, it, when we talk to our children, mm -hmm. especially giving them the proper language to understand that God created our bodies, God created them good. God created our sexuality. God created it good. He created it for a purpose. It's his plan. This is just because it was hijacked and sin has taken mm. over for for all of history, <laughs> by the way. It's not like, oh, we're living in the yeah, worst of the, times yeah, yeah. where sexuality, uh, crazy stuff is happening. Read the Bible. I mean, father was joking about his <laughs> greatest of all time Bible study he had going on. And, and somebody that was going was like, you're into scandalous stuff here. You know, he's like, there are scandalous stories in the Bible, you know, like this sin well, has been about, around since the beginning about of this. time. Having a longer term view of history is really important. Yes, it is. Throughout history, sin has shown up the same sins, just with different names and different, <laughs> you know, twists. But same sins Human have been around. Human beings are not that creative. <laughs> right, right. They're right. not. Sadly, they're not. It's just a different error for the same sins to come back and be twisted a little bit. Yeah. And then society takes the sin and says the sin isn't a sin yeah. and glorifies it. But yeah. that's not new either. But nope. so that's been happening for a long time, too. So it's really important that we give our children the correct language, that we give them the correct view and the lens to which look to look at our own bodies and to look at other other people and to be able to know what God's plan is for ourselves, what God's plan is for each of them, and especially with their sexuality and living out their sexuality. So, Man, that was awesome. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm affirming you. Oh, th thank you. That was just- Thank you so much. Thank you. Th no, thank, thank you. you. No, no, thank, no you. thank you. Thanks for having me on. This was a great episode. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Um, you can have me on next week. I'm using- I'm Same speaking, time, I'm same place. So same I'm pour speaking, me wine, I'll I'm be here. I'm speaking your love language and oh you're gosh. mocking me You're for it. You're speaking my love language on a podcast. But, I'm, but I am doing it. It's sweet. Tell me afterwards. You were really no, great I'll tonight, be, honey. Forget. You touched my arm. I'll forget. Kiss on the cheek. Not now. Stop. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that was your that was your elbow. We that, got the sound of that. I'm gonna like that amplify the, uh, that. I'm gonna amplify that. <laughs> the abuse. That was your that was cops. your reeling elbow, your real elbow. Dayton police is gonna be here in five oh, minutes. Oh, good thing I know the popo over here. That's not gonna help you. <laughs> it will help. It's it red. will help. They know what I deal with. Look how red that is. That's not red. It'll be redder when I'm done with the video. Yeah, when you put makeup Blood on it. Or something. And stuff on it. So talking Next. a little bit about TOB. So theology of the body. Which this, are, which, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you. You want to roll? I was just going to say, which people get really scared about 
Because oh, good. This, yeah, because that's, that's our, you and I believe in this strongly. Yeah, this is like people, 120 yeah. 20 and change. It's a big um, audiences. Book. So each week, the, the popes typically do a general audience on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And from like 19, I believe it was 1978 to 1983. I, I always right forget now. what the, it's something like that. You're not going to get there fast enough. I won't. Do they have dates there? I don't mm, think they do. There's dates in the actual. Yeah, it's like that. It's it's something like that. It's like over four or five years. John Paul II spent many of his general audiences talking about what is now commonly referred to as the theology of the body. He didn't himself, by the way, entitled that. That wasn't like, okay, nope. it's, okay, in 1978. Okay, everybody, I am now going to start a series called the theology of the body, <laughs> but it's what it's what has been coined, um, in uh. In uh, recent church history, if you will, to kind of compile this, because he certainly was intentional in what he was doing, what he was unpacking, if you will, for the church. This will be, no question, long after we're dead, this will be, you know, uh, seen as a massive, it already is, but I think like, you know, when hindsight's twenty twenty type of thing, one of the greatest greatest contributions in the history of of the church in terms of helping to unpack the church's beautiful vision for human anthropology and for human sexuality. Um, but Laurie was hinting at this. I think, folks, a lot of times what you're going to hear about in sometimes in church circles are people who say, you need to read the book about love mm-hmm. and responsibility. You need to read the book about the theology of the body because only the experts can handle this. And this is not to cut down. No. It's very. It's great that there are people out there that Lots read these books and good people that read the books and then try to kind of summarize it for other people to read so you don't have to go to the major text. And we're not steering you away from doing that if maybe he is. I am too. Um, well, because the problem is you're still getting their interpretation. interpretation. Not the actual words. Right. And it's not. Look, he was he was giving audiences to a bunch of lay people in a square. So it's not it's not like he was preaching to fellow philosophers or theologians. He would stand out like all the popes do. And actually, didn't we go to one of his Wednesday? I went to one yeah, of his Wednesday. I went have, to a Wednesday we, audience as a 16 year old. Because he was at Costel Gandalfo when we were right. there. So we did hear him speak. We went to the Sunday Angelus. We, did his, we went to his Angelus. But I did hear him at a Wednesday audience when I was a teenager in Rome. But he goes out to the balcony and in usually Italian um, gives an audience, which basically is literally an audience. People are standing out there listening to him. So he's speaking to to the people, to us. That's who he's speaking to. So I I do think it's important that people do the work that they do and and do simpler forms of these texts. But nothing can Trump. It's accessible. Reading the I mean, actual big, text themselves. It's a it's lot. It's a big book. So it's, it's not five years worth of content. So, right. It um, might not be something that you <laughs> sit down and read front to back, but even ha- even if you're you're interested in it, grab it and flip through it. And know that John Paul II's the way he approached topics was, you'll find that it's a very kind of like spiral type of thing. It's repeat and go deeper, repeat and go deeper, repeat, mm-hmm. go deeper, repeat, go deeper. And so it's kind of like Aquinas in a sense, right? You start reading Aquinas, your head starts hurting within the first couple of questions, right? And you go, oh my words, I can't do this. But then you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And then you get used to the pattern of how he's unpacking what he's trying to teach. Yep. Exactly. John Paul II, no different. By the way, I would say like somebody like Benedict the Sixteenth, far easier to read, far easier to. But he 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 thought more linear, whereas John Paul II was more spiral in his approach. So it, so, but once you again just you plow through the first the first few audiences, you have to pick up the pattern of it, and you pick up, and then you go for it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's good to have people. Listen, here's the thing: I think this topic, and you and I've experienced this. We've talked about this. There are a lot of like good parish leaders who struggle with. This topic, mm-hmm. human sexuality, because they're scared of it, because it's tough, because it's 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 the most obvious topic that you're going to get attacked on. Yeah, and it's easy to make mistakes. I know I have in teaching this, so you you get so they get nervous about it. I think mm-hmm. parents do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But we have resources available to us, and most importantly, we have grace available to us to help us with this. And there are good good people out there. Now, again, I'm not 
I don't want to disparage anybody and no. stuff like that. But my point being is don't fall for the trap of you. You couldn't read this. Can't read this. Trust me. Because you're a lay person. You can do We're it. We're lay people too. Yes, we chose to study theology. That was a choice we made. But my brain is not a super complex brain. <laughs> Before college, I, I was a horrible reader. Like I skipped books. <laughs> I used all the cliff notes in, in high school. <laughs> well, I cheated with a lot movies. Of did, that. <laughs> just, did you really? Oh yeah, one hundred. I cheated with cliff notes here and there. No, I liked reading though. Movies, cliff notes. I was a terrible reader. I was a slow reader. So therefore, you know what's funny? You've become you've become a good reader. I'm a very only good in reader the la- now. Only in the pandemic year. I mostly the right? pandemic, but it was you right really kind of get yourself pandemic. in the habit of it. Oh yeah! But before that, it was hysterical. You see me reading books, you be like, "I'm going to sleep. I, <laughs> I can't do this." I recommend a book. Uh, I read two pages. I'm done. I because my I do have a very short attention span when it comes to books. <laughs> I really do. So if it doesn't grab me, I'm I'm out. I won't. Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I don't yeah. waste time. But it was actually Marianne Kaiser, one of our six listeners. Shout out to Marianne. You Last... know, shout out to Chris Kaiser too. Why? What did he do? I just want to shout out to Chris. <laughs> just kidding, Chris. Shout out to you, too. We They visited us before the pandemic. Wasn't it before the pandemic? Yeah, it was. It was. Bef- it was. It was the I think fall when, I know before you're the I pandemic. Think that's, you're right. There was a... Or Okay, I can't mm, remember actually when it was. because no, But no. they were visiting us. It was, during, it was early. And we had a whole conversation about books because Marianne mm. is a very good reader mm-hmm. and she reads lots of books. They all are, actually. They all are very good readers. Is. And I'm like, I'm the worst reader because I get so bored with books. And she said, oh, well, I said, can you recommend any books to me? And she started <laughs> just doing a list. So I just pulled up Amazon and started putting them all in my cart. That's a whole episode, by the way. And I had seven books in my cart. And I pressed buy without him knowing it. We also had been drinking wine. I, I did know and, it. Well, not really. You said it out loud. But, but they okay. came in and you were like, are you kidding? So I just started. And then that was it. I we just should started do like, reading. We could do a whole episode on the Kaiser reading recommendations. <laughs> we could. Well, we'd have to have them on for that. That's not fair. We are. They, they need to be on. Yes, they do. But anyways. We're warning you now, Chris point, and Marianne. The point of the story, thank you to Marianne um, for helping me to become a better reader. But the wow, point of the story is amazing. It, it really actually is nothing short of Marianne a Marianne is getting some massive shout. It's going to make some other listeners jealous. That's ridiculous. Okay. We shout out when we need to shout out. So the point is that I wasn't like this fantastic reader or anything. And so as I started reading I was theology, the point, by the way. you were losing the point. So That's sorry. why I'm getting back to it. See, so yeah, I can You're follow so my train good. of thought. That I was able to pick up some theological books and once you start reading them you start kind of understanding there's a language there so when you start it's like anything else like if you know you can start understanding the language that's being used and And you start understanding and there are other good books by the way i'm we're just we focusing on saint john paul ii for obvious reasons but there are other good books out there and Mm -hmm. they're good people but you know like anything else i would encourage you test everything if you know somebody who knows theology ask them uh, their opinion, because especially if they know moral theology. Yeah. Catholic theology yeah. We're not gonna, is the same. We're not going to say gonna go anything. There. We're not going there. But the point is- You can ask us off episode. You can't just say, oh, this is a Catholic book, so it must be good and it must be full of truth. You you just can't say that. I mean, that's just that's just the reality, right? Unfortunately. Like anything else, you can't say, oh, this is the news, so it must be true. Right. Every station is going to have a slant. A professor of mine once said that, like, for example, this is going back now, the early 2000s, you know, when you have this whole theology of the body was beginning to kind of really find Mm -hmm. its place in the church. And it was lots of people doing dabbling in the stuff and writing books and doing the speaking tour. And professor said that, you know, God bless them. They're not always accurate and complete because they don't necessarily have complete theological training and they're just kind of honing in on theology to body, for example. He goes, but they're on the side of the angels. Mm. Like their intentions are good, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you should be going to them to learn about this stuff. And and so I'm a big, as a a teacher, and Laurie and I agree on this, I'm a big first primary source person. Go, if you can- Go to the primary source. And if it really is over your head, then seek out. But hopefully you can find somebody. 
check with somebody first, you know, like right. then even before you, you go to the experts. The level down, yeah, yeah. like where somebody has taken it and compiled but there's it good into stuff a out there. shortened version or something to that effect. There's good stuff out there, but, yep. you know, and again, we're not trying to shortchange anybody, but So let's move on, on very quickly so we can wrap up. This is getting very I, long. Yeah, we're almost done here, folks. We're wrapping up. I really, um, yeah, we've been doing this a long time, and but you know, then we, we became parents, right? I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. I was like, we haven't been doing this a long. And time. I felt, I got to be honest, I, I felt pretty prepared. Mm-hmm. Like I was prepared to do the things that I have talked about with teenagers. Mm-hmm. I was, I felt even more prepared to talk to my teenager son in this case about these things. I really did. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I wasn't nervous. It doesn't mean that I didn't have like, oh, am I going to say the right things? Because mm-hmm. you, I want to do the best for my kid. Right. And we came across this. This is Growing Up in God's Image, a new approach to the facts of life talk, what to say and how to say it by Carolyn the J. And Smith. The and the mm-hmm. and the what I really like about this is it gives... It references theology of the body. Mm-hmm. It's um, really theological in nature and systematic. Like it talks about being in the image and likeness of God. Mm-hmm. Very, spe- very similar to kind of what we were doing um, about family love, reflecting God's love, resembling God's love, um, respecting our bodies, um, how we're we're body and soul. And it's, it, kind of- it, 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 it is everything. It talks about how to talk with your daughter, mm-hmm. how to talk with your son. Um, and it has literally, literally approaches for talking to your daughter and talking to your teenage son. Yep. And it gives you not so much a script, if you will, because you're, it's meant for you. You're sitting there and reading it with your child. Mm-hmm. I would say this. Don't send your child off to go read it and then right. never talk about it again. That's not the right. point of this. Nope. Well, uh, how about this? I don't think that how this resource should be used. Right. So I did. Um, I actually talked about the hylomorphic anthropology first. Mm-hmm. I taught my eldest son about that. That's what before I even entered into this with him. Mm-hmm. And then I entered into the pot that was written for boys, and slowly began working through that with him and constantly referencing back to because I had that, I had that language that I could draw upon. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I, I think this is a great resource for the person who's the Catholic who's nervous and doesn't know what to say. It gives you the language. It gives you literally kind of go here, here, here. I think it's well laid out. Mm-hmm. I, fa- I found it, and I've studied some of this stuff. I found this useful as a parent. Mm-hmm. And, and I know so, you did too. And I so. know there are many others. Yep, a lot of good like stuff it. out there. But this one, I'm, I'm giving um, this one the A. Mm-hmm. This is the re- this is getting the raising eight thumbs up. Is that a thing? Now it is. Raising eight thumbs up. Does that come out from the video? So, Carolyn Smith, thank you. I don't know who you Mm -hmm. are, but you're getting a massive shout out here. Carolyn J. Smith has been married to her husband, Jim, for 40 years, probably longer than that now. She's the mother of eight daughters and two sons and the grandmother of 14 and counting. God bless you. That's awesome. The Smith family, fantastic. Good stuff. Check it out. Growing up in God's image. We got this a couple, uh, three years ago? Yeah, I think so. Something like that now. Uh, I it was available then. I think we picked up on Amazon, so I'm pretty sure we did. I think so. Yeah, so mm-hmm. check it out. I think it's still out there. Highly recommend this. Mm-hmm. There are others. This there is just what this is, this is what we've decided sister, to go with. I forget what your sister uses, and I remember her telling me a long time ago she had a good, a really good one too, a good book. But nothing is more important than you as parents having these conversations, mm-hmm. these discussions, being comfortable enough with the basic language so oh, you word. can have this. I can hear you out of in both my ears now. I just touch the mic. Oh, sometimes that happens. Apparently, to it's like a whole comment. new world was just opened up a for me right here at the end world. of our podcast. I can hear in both my ears a new fantastic point of view. That's hmm. beautiful. So you know, this was we've been long punting on this topic, and we again we could we could talk we about really this punting it. Well, we were trying to find the right time to do it, you right. know, like because we knew we couldn't just do it in one podcast. It needed to be, and we could do another ten episodes. We, we're going to revisit this won't. again. We will revisit it again because mm. again, un- sadly, there's so much untruth. New, there's so much attacks issues, against family and the truth up. about human beings. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll come back to it again. But we wanted to give you just some language and some ways that we look at this this topic and and to help you as parents to be able to pass this on to your children. 
most importantly, pray, 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 and, and be closer to Jesus in the sacraments. Just to kind of wrap up, depending mm-hmm. on what stage. Lori's going to wrap up. Well, okay. It was a joke. Relax. Oh, okay. So I'm not. I'm not saying you didn't wrap up. You did a great job. Pray, 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 pray. Just was trying to encourage. It's somebody. good encouraging them to pray. But my the only point I wanted to make is wherever you're at with raising children, if you're at the younger stage, hopefully we've mm, given you some ways that you can build in all those essential foundational things with your children. Mm-hmm. These topics to be able to talk to your children about at a young age if you're just coming to and you're listening and you've got teenagers or 20 somethings and you're dealing with all sorts of issues Mm -hmm. or whatever um just know you're not alone you're still you're still called to be that witness to your children even if it's you know glances are shot back at you with disdain and you're old-fashioned whatever you get called the reality is that it's not too late to talk to them about God's plan. And when we put it that way, look, kid, you can diso- you can disagree with me, but God has a plan for your body, for you, for your body that actually will bring you to ultimate happiness. So I'm going to tell you what it is. But you've got to make your own decisions. Listen, this is the I used to, you know, this I used to say this to my seniors in high school. Like, I'm doing the best I'm doing I can the to best teach I can you do. what the church gives us on this. And the rest you is up to you. You can't say that you weren't taught. That's right. It's a, you can't it's, claim ignorance because I'm going to do my job now it's as your, your parent, whether you're 20, whether you're 15, <laughs> whether you're five. I'm going to do my best right now where I'm at to bring you the truth. And then you have to make decisions. And I think this, you know. Pope Benedict Sixteenth used to talk about this. Propose. You're proposing the gospel. You're proposing the truth that the church gives us. You're proposing it. It doesn't need to be a fight. It doesn't nope. need to be debate. If you have truth on your side, mm-hmm. I am proposing this to you. Consider this. If you don't, that is your problem. I've done yep. my job. I've done my job. I'm going to continue to pray for you. Continue give to be you your over, parents. Give you over I'm, to I'm talking Jesus. especially for the older ones, like Laurie was saying. Yeah, exactly. So don't get into fights about it. Don't get, especially with if they're in their twenties, propose it to them. Mm-hmm. When the Lord gives you those opportunities, propose mm-hmm. it, pray, and then most importantly, pray that God puts people into their lives mm-hmm. who they'll listen to. Especially because we know it's tougher as they get older. But if your kids are still younger, they're in their teenage years and younger, folks, come on. Make sure you make this a regular thing that you're talking about. Find no, those ways that parents can done. find. Not yeah. a one and nope, done, nope. but weave it into the – it's not hard to find opportunities <laughs> that you've got to talk about this stuff. We watch football games sometimes. and We've right. said this in the past. And commercials come up and it's an opportunity. Guess what? We're talking about <laughs> – We'll talk about it. Well, that's not oh, that's modest. A, we're gonna we're gonna guard commercial. our we're gonna guard our eyes yep, when yep. we see sinful things. These are there's yeah, just if you watch TV or look at a phone or any or live in society, you'll have plenty of opportunity to talk about these topics Truth. with your children. And pray to the Holy Spirit. Do not worry what you will say, right? Yep. Is that Timothy? Yes. I One of the, so. I yep. think in Timothy. I think he says it a couple of times, but a couple yep. times that St. Paul will say, mm-hmm. you know, but trust that the Holy Spirit will tell you what, will That's guide right. you what to say when the time right. comes. And Your he will. kids are going to listen to you because you are their parents. Even when they don't look like they're That's listening. Because right. you might be saying, my kid doesn't listen to me. They roll their eyes. Even when it doesn't look like it, they're, they are taking in what yep. we say to them and what we show them with our lives. So if you're a parent who already gets this stuff, hopefully we gave you some things to chew on, or more importantly, to pass on to other Mm -hmm. parents in your circles, Mm -hmm. please do so. Point them in our direction. This is now the longest episode that we've done in a long time, other than I think Facebook Lives. Wow. But I think it had to be. Yeah. We're wrapping this topic up. So who knows what we're going to talk about next week, but we'll be celebrating our one-year anniversary, I believe in three weeks, something like that, two or three weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were toying with maybe doing a Facebook Live, but the last one did not go well. That's because we didn't have a topic. 
We have to oh, go that's into good point. we have to go into Facebook right, so we'll Live with, with a, a topic. I don't mind doing Facebook we'll Live with a topic. We're not going to do a Facebook Live and make people ask us. But stuff. I think on the one year, ask us stuff and put me on the spot, John Barrier, and then I can't answer it, and then I'm going to look like an awful, awful wife because you're like, tell me the oh, greatest time when Michael is. I mean, just because I could think of something, be- you couldn't. My mind literally is like a white screen. When someone puts me on the spot, I go I blank. I mean, especially when it's to say something good about your husband. Right? Especially no, when I it's agree. something. We will have a topic. It'll be the one-year anniversary show. I think we we'll should. have a topic. I think what date it was. June 20th, 22nd. It's something like that. It's the end of June. We're going to find it. We'll announce this next week. We're going to do a year anniversary Facebook Live. I'm announcing that here. Breaking news. You heard it here, people. On this Raising is breaking eight. news for me, too. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless. Oops. Oh, come Let me on. Try. It Let was me so try good. I hit the mic. God bless. Is that better? God bless. <laughs> God bless. God bless. Post game show. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't shut it off.